Hey there, this is Emma from Greatest Guardians Gaming, Stride and Strike GM. Thank you for being here. Thank you for watching and listening to our show. We're super excited about the outpouring of support that we have had just in the infancy of this show. It's amazing to see so much support coming from our fans. We appreciate all of you. If you really like our show, please, please, please go to Apple Podcasts and review us so that we can get noticed a little bit more easily. If you like what we do, you can also support us on Patreon, which you can find on our website, which is in our link tree. Lastly, if you enjoy our show, maybe consider watching us live on Twitch. We stream Quest for the Frozen Flame every other Wednesday at twitch.tv slash greatestguardiangaming. Hope to see you there and enjoy Quest for the Frozen Flame episode 4. Hey everybody! Welcome to Stride and Strike! Ooh. <laughs> We're live! I'm, I'm alive. Uh, Alright, so we're having Ooh. some slight technical difficulties. I need just a moment to make sure that we're uh, we're, we're good to go. Please stand uh, by. You may see that I have uh, Emma's iPhone in in uh, in our screen. Uh, I'm going to try to change that name, but Dan is not here and it makes things a little bit simpler if we uh, bring someone in bring another device in so that the windows don't get wonky that way uh if jan if dan is able to jan if dan is able to join we can just drop that device out and you can come on in um but hi what's going on i hope everybody's doing well living life feeling pretty good lazy day today cool um i'm excited to see like where we're going next me too uh -huh. yeah, don't we have one more task that we need to complete do oh, yeah. it is it is the the evening before day three and day four is the night of the green moon before we start though i have a question huh? it's a warm-up question for your characters if y'all are if y'all are good with doing that um, let's do it so At this point in their life, what is your what is your character's most uh, most like salient is not quite the right word that I'm looking for, but most uh, well, let's just do this. What's their best quality? What's their strongest quality? What would you say your character's strongest quality is? Oh, gosh. Um, so for Agnes, I would say that Agnes' strongest quality is probably uh, confidence. I think like she believes very strongly in her skill set and her ability to do things. And I think her confidence really um, you know, assists her and helps her uh, you know, achieve great things. and have good relationships with the people around her. Nice. I would say Namir really cares about um, living by his values. He's, he's very... Uh, he's very committed to what he believes in. And he believes in helping people, and he believes in 
um, the pursuit of knowledge and whether or not somebody's looking at him, he's going to act by that, that code of values. I think Mrs. Sprout, her best quality, or her strongest quality at this point in her life would be perseverance. Uh, she's lived a long time and she's gone through some hard stuff and uh, she's always found a way to push on. Very cool. And for Bloodhound, I would definitely say their resolve and their commitment to the traditions of the following. Um, I would say for Arleth, I, I would say she really prides her analytical mind. She has a very um, logical analytical mind and I think she analyzes everything that she comes across. And while it can sometimes be a weakness because she can fixate on things a little bit too much um i i think it is overall her greatest strength because it allows her to see things and um see things in a different way than other people might and then also adapt to problems in a different way that other people might yeah um well with that i'd like to do a recap because it's been two weeks since we played and I'd like to know kind of, or I'd like a reminder, what is it that we did last time? Um, so if anybody wants to talk us through, I'd appreciate that. But if not, I can definitely explain. Let me pull up my notes. <laughs> yeah, didn't we run into another Fae? Yeah, so I do remember that we went to this like kind of Stonehenge-esque structure where all of these like rock figures were in a semi circle of some kind and they were all kind of the different like uh like i can't think of the word for these but like the animals that represent things in the broken test community because every house has like their animals in them and so there was like a pillar for each animal and it so happened that the raven pillar uh was busted up and broken like kind of i guess more broken in half like a large chunk of it from the top was like missing and off and it was a very heavy piece and clearly something uh either very strong or very unnatural did it because it was pretty solid um stone and that was not something that we were expecting to see and it was new and then we come across this uh dude who's like kind of crying about i believe it's a dude anyway crying about uh his raven queen and how we've like He's like upset her um, and can't get her back. And while he's kind of sobbing and having his fit, all of this giant flock of ravens are kind of also having a fit, but attacking us directly. And there's a lot of conflict going on. There's a lot of like getting pecked by birds, uh, particularly Tuscar getting pecked by birds. Um, and then <laughs> somehow, I remember throwing bread and getting some birds to go away that way. And I remember somehow through like the power of conversation and uh, you know, good use of language that we managed to calm this fae dude person down. And I don't really remember how that resolved. Maybe somebody else remembers better than I do, but that's. <laughs> I remember, well, I have written down that his name was Shaggy. Shaggy Shemvin. Oh. And uh, I remember that 
he put the stone that we couldn't lift back up on the pillar. And then uh, we tried to make, or at least Miss Sprout tried to make friends with him. And he said uh, to look for him in the Feywilds. So Mrs. Sprout wrote down a campaign note of search for Shaggy in the Feywilds. <laughs> nice. Don't we also have to search for that stupid other Fey that, like, escaped us? Kahlo? Yeah, that one. The the little peacock-looking one. I mean, you definitely could if you wanted to. Um, but they so didn't leave in any what trail. happens to my hunted prey? Because I, I still feel like I should have hunted prey up on them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think you'd need to re-up it when you get there and see them. Yeah, but because it takes like a standard action, right? Yeah, it does. Okay. All right. Well, I guess it's not a standard action, huh? It's just action in Pathfinder. Ah, that's so simple. I love it. Um, okay, so yeah, you have this crazy chaotic experience at the Ravenstone, all these things happening, ravens attacking you, this weird fae crying up at the top of this stone hill, or top of this hill with this giant stone. You solve the problem, you make your way back to camp, uh, let Sua and Grandfather Ewa approach you, and they're like, we have one more task for you, we need you to capture the, the tapirs that are, um, that are needed for our herd because those tapirs will help alert the herd if there are any dangerous predators. Um, and after they explain this, this little girl named Imek approaches you and she's like, Hi, I'm Imek. You're going to be my students tomorrow. Um, <laughs> and, um, at the end of the night, uh, a familiar face, Whippa, the woman who led you on your moose hunt, your scout training leader, approaches you before you all go to sleep and says, after you meet with IMAC tomorrow, I have something to show you about traps if you need that before your encounter with the tapers tomorrow. Bloodhounds ears perk up, not that you can see it underneath the plague mask. I'll let you get some rest, but I will meet up with you after you spend some time with Imek. Keep in mind, she might be small, she might be young, but she has a lot of knowledge to share. Um... You'd ignore that. Mrs. <laughs> Mrs. Sprout is gonna. Oh, what's her name? Imek. Or this no, woman the, is Whippa. Whippa, yeah. Oh, she's gonna. I, I should mention. Uh, I, I, I know that I mentioned this in the first session, um, but I don't think we've really spent a lot of time with Whippa, and so one very distinct characteristic about her is that she is incredibly pregnant at the moment. Uh, she's got a very, very large pregnant belly. She looks like she's probably going to go into labor sometime in the next week. Yeah, Mrs. Brett was going to ask her how the, the kiddo was doing. Oh, do you mean Imek or, or, or... Oh, no, the one that's still on its way. Oh, well, I suppose 
They're doing fine. I. They seem healthy. I don't really know much other than that, but I suppose we'll find out soon. She looks nervous, and she also looks excited. She says that. It'll be a great day indeed. I hope so. We can do a reading to determine the gender later, if you'd like. <laughs> oh, I don't believe in things like that, but thank you. <laughs> I don't believe in gender. <laughs> wow, very progressive. Very progressive. No. Um, oh, thank you. I That might be interesting to see, but I, I think I kind of want to wait. But if, if you would like to, uh, you're more than welcome to. I just don't want to know what the result is. No, no. I'll give things to those who leave. We could light off fireworks in a really dry part of the... <laughs> oh, and then what? Maybe some of them could be blue if it's for a boy, and, 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 and they could be pink if it's for a girl. Right? Just yeah, like that? Who needs protagonists to set fire to the forest when we could do it ourselves? Maybe maybe that's why the forest is on fire further <laughs> up the <laughs> river. The other tribes are a little like, you know, less progressive. Yeah. Um, quick note, it's a little hard to hear people. Um, I'm not sure if that's just on my end, but maybe just speak louder if if that's possible for and that goes for multiple people tonight. Not sure what's up. Everyone's pretty loud on my end. Okay. It's, I don't yeah. see anyone in the chat saying anything either. Is it? Is it a mix issue? Might be. I can take a look at it a little later. Okay. Yeah. Um, but with that, you're able to take a rest for the night. And all of you can mark off a long rest for your characters. And wake up the next morning. And... <laughs> Imek is collecting you. She comes to each and every one of your like, <laughs> your like tents, and uh, she opens the door. She walks in, and she says, "Hi, it's time for our lesson today." <laughs> she morning, does this I'm to every person. <laughs> Good morning, Namir. How are you? I'm doing very well, thanks. You're up quite early. Well, I usually get up early to feed some of the animals in the herd. It's a good practice. Let's go get the others. Okay. Nudhunter is uh, already up, consulting with Ator. Is this your companion? Yes. They're named after my grandfather, uncle? Uncle? It was uncle, right? I believe so. Yeah, uncle. My uncle. Wow, I I didn't know that. That's really neat. What what is their name again? Ator. And she holds up her hand um, and gives a quick, like, a quick whistle. And Arthur just immediately, like, hops over, sits on her hand, and she pulls the her hand closer to her face and closes her eyes and gives, like, a little sound, like, with her, like, a tongue trill, and pets Arthur's back really lightly. Artur is loving it. Just immediate connection with this girl. He's really sweet. You appear to have a gift. Thanks. Not everybody can see that. Um, and she'll lead 
Namir and Bloodhunter over to uh, Mrs. Sprout. Um, oh! <laughs> morning, Mrs. Sprout. It's time for our lesson. I'm just a little stiff in the morning. Oh, should, oh. I, should I go get Agnes first? Maybe that would be best. Okay, we'll be back in five minutes. <laughs> um, walk over to Agnes's tent. Pulls open the the like flap of the tent. Hi, Agnes. Are you ready? Goodness gracious, sweet child. I've seen the future, and I know that it would be much better if we were starting this later in the day. It's certainly far too bright an hour for this task. Maybe that's part of the lesson. Oh yes, the lesson. I forgot you have things to teach us, don't you? I do. Um. All right. Well, we'll, we'll wait outside. The early cat gets the like bird. <laughs> do you have any of your yarn, Namir? <laughs> Where did you hear about the yarn? <laughs> oh, there's just a rumor. Tuscar said you might have some yarn. I don't care for rumors. However, if you'd like to see, I do have a small collection, but don't tell anyone. I won't. Um, and on the way back to Mrs. Sprout's tent after grabbing Agnes, uh, we stop over at Arlith's tent. Um, hi, Arlith. Oh, hi, iMac. It's wonderful to see you. Um, I'm going to get my things together, get my bow, and we're just going to uh, get, get started, right? Um, yeah, sounds good. I'll, I'll I'll see you see you there. Don't 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 stray too far behind. Um, and collect the group. Come to Mrs. Sprout's tent. Hi, Mrs. Sprout. Are you ready? More ready than before. And she leads everybody out to the herd. Give me a perception, survival, nature, any sort of check that you'd like. Honestly, like could probably go any way. Like, even things like crafting <laughs> might be... Well, well, well. Let me just pick the highest one. <laughs> go. Alright, diplomacy it is. <laughs> I did a good old 22. Oh, I rolled a 7 for an 11. Okay. 23 nature. Okay. Uh, 13. 13 diplomacy. for diplomacy? Okay. Yeah. Um, Arleth will roll nature. Let's see. What's she doing? What's she looking for? Yeah. I guess I should have chosen to roll that perception because it's definitely not my best. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, all right. Agnes, Mrs. Sprout. Well, let's, let's go down the line. Agnes. With your perception check, you start to notice that the herd isn't just mammoth, uh, mammoths. There are different groups of animals that are nearby the herd as well. And so you've got um, the mammoths that comprise the largest portion of the herd, because they are the largest animals. Um, and then you also have, uh, like, there seem to be some large porcupines. There seem to be 
uh, like like giant porcupines, like they're the size of a a like a big dog. Um, you see even some like birds that like large birds, almost like the kind that like not rock. like yeah. I, I guess you would say. I guess there would be one or two rocks in here that have been domesticated. Um, and they are each accompanied by a person who is watching them. Um, you have like you already have some tapirs in the herd, but you're looking to add more. Um, in just any number of most of the time it's like grazers um herbivores but yeah uh it's it's a pretty big herd and it's a lot more diverse than you might think um because ah, from a distance this biodiversity before yeah and from a distance it's it's like it just looks like a bunch of mammoths um but when you get up close there's more to it's it details as they would say and Bloodhound, uh, as you approach with your nature, I think you also notice the diversity, but maybe you don't kind of see quite as much detail as Agnes would. Um, another thing you notice is that the different animals seem to be separated in different ways. Uh, not necessarily by like physical separations, like a fence or anything, but... Um, they just prefer to hang out with each other over the other animals. Uh, Mrs. Sprout, as you approach, I think you see much the same that Agnes would. Um, and Namir, you see there are, with your diplomacy of 13, um, <laughs> you're able to speak to one of the people who is watching the herd at the moment and have a nice conversation with them about uh, you know, how to safely approach and, and they're able to give you some tips as to how best to do that. Um, and Arleth with her 15 nature doesn't get too much more than um, what Bloodhound would have noticed. Uh, so all of you kind of approach and you get this picture of the herd and it's pretty cool. Uh, does anybody want to do anything as you approach? Is it out of line to tell a very quick, funny TikTok? Please feel free. <laughs> <laughs> There's the TikTok, or the top is titled, uh, Why the Mammoths Died Out. Oh no. And <laughs> it's, it's the animals disembarking Noah's Ark. And the mammoth is like, um, Noah, you told us we needed two of each, but I brought my dad. Wait, I don't get it. <laughs> Wait, someone explain this to me. Help. Well, they there's, there's no one to repopulate the mammoth population. Just oh. a boy and his son. Oh, yep. no. <laughs> um. Hey, strong family values, though. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Gotta respect it. 
Uh, but no, I, I think I will um, approach slowly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm still pretty cautious around mammoths. Yeah. Uh, where is Imek in relation to the rest of us? She's in front of the general group. Uh, she's approaching first, so I, I would think that, Namir, you're kind of approaching as she does or after she does. Um, and yeah, she's she's just directly in front of the group. Uh, she kind of kneels down and approaches some of the, um, like, the rodents in the group. There are these uh, large rodents. I don't know. Maybe, like, might call them, like, groundhogs. Um, Dire rats. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you, you, you see these dire rats, no, these groundhogs. Um, wombat, there we go, I like that. Um, and are, the, are those marsupials? Mm-hmm. They are. Cool. Yeah, so you see a group of, uh, these wombats, and she starts to approach and get down on her knees and kind of play with them a little bit. Um, and they love her. They seem to be really interested in spending time with this little girl. Um. She, Can she fit in their pouch? <laughs> she's not quite that small, but I bet she wishes she could just hang out with the wombats all day long. Um, let's see. Yeah, Namir, are you approaching? Um, I'll approach alongside Imek and and wait for her signal. Okay. Um. So she seems very excited. She, you probably pick up on the fact that she rarely has an attentive like adult audience. So she's like eager to show off what she knows. Um, and so as as the group walks up to this um, this herd, she starts explaining, you know, how you can befriend animals, um, and. She starts talking about the herd. She explains all the differences between the different animals and what they're each good at. And she goes into this whole um, lengthy lesson. Um, oh, yes, Mrs. Sprout, what what do you need? Um, I just have a question. What What are you supposed to do if one of them tries to eat you? Oh, I mean, there are some that are more aggressive than others like the rocks over there they i mean but they can be tamed if 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 you you know if you show them enough power um and i'm i'm maybe not the right person to teach you that because i'm smaller but um i mean some of our our herders are are really talented at at taming beasts um you should talk to them at some point about that I'm more worried about things like that. <laughs> she points over at, like, whatever looks like a deer. <laughs> uh, oh, um... Well, that's a good point. I didn't think about that. You're made of plants. They like to eat plants. You are a plant. Um, that would probably mean that they're a predator to you. Um, well... I'll keep you safe for now. We'll 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 try to figure it out as we go. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. They're really docile. See, and she goes up and she like pets one of them on the the side of the head. Uh, really seems interested in just 
being near iMac. Uh, but yeah, it's okay. They're they're really nice. Uh, and I need another perception check from everybody. I love those. I think while this is happening, Agnes wants to kind of like gather animal. Oh, that was bad. <laughs> animal droppings, not like droppings, but like feathers and like anything around from the animals that like could maybe feasibly be used in kind of like fortune telling show. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. I think you're able to find a bunch of stuff that you could that you could use. Wait, wasn't there a book series called The Guardians of Gahul that was a lot, you could see the future in owl droppings? That's interesting. You know, oh, that sounds right. I th- definitely think that is a form of divination. I love the idea of you just walking around picking up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe I will. You know, Agnes is not afraid of getting dirty or, you know, peeing in rivers or any kind of, <laughs> any kind of thing. That's certainly any kind of thing. Just add alters to my inventory. It'll be great. Mm-hmm. All oh, right. look at this handsome fella. Yeah. Um, what was your perception roll, Mrs. Sprout? I think you are muted. That would be a 19. 19. What about Agnes? Oh, Agnes got a 6, and it's a natural 1. All right. Um, and what about, oh, Arliff, I can roll myself, because that's my It was almost a crit. That was almost a crit. Uh, Namir, what was your initiative? I mean, what was your perception? Seven. Seven. And Bloodhound. Twenty-four. Twenty-four. So, first thing is, off in the distance, um, not too far, but like, let's say 50 feet away um, as the and on this map the mammoth herd would be to the map's right Um, and from behind you as you're approaching this mammoth herd um, bloodhound you hear a porcupine like a Thank you for my... I'm here all night. Uh, (laughs) Don't have any silly voices for today, so we're going with animal noises. Um, And You hear this, like, weird pig noise, almost. um, And it kind of seems like this thing is getting aggressive toward one of the mammoths that has strayed from the rest of the group. So you see, here's the herd on, on the right of the map. And then, uh, Bloodhound, you see a mammoth, like, recoil and run away slightly. Um, and this porcupine is getting real aggressive. Uh, what would you like to do? We are in initiative order, by the way. Um, can we kill the porcupine? I'm gonna leave that up to you. Oh, no, no. Um, can I dash, dash, and try to grapple it? Sure. All right. So, 
That's two actions, and then the last action is going to try to grapple the porcupine. Give me an athletics check. Now we find out if you're more athletic than a porcupine. <laughs> he seems pretty strong. That's a 12, uh, if you didn't see it. 12. All right. Uh, I need a reflex save from you, please. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> The 19. Oh, you just make it. All right. Um, as you try to grab this thing and fail, <laughs> sorry. Um, as you try to grab this thing, first is your hands slip over the the like they go with the grain, quote unquote, of the porcupine quills, mm-hmm. um, and you're not able to get like a good grip and couple of the quills shoot out in the moment that you grab it and you're able to avoid them but just barely and i think that is your full turn that is my full turn yes all right next we go to arleth um she looks at imac and she's going to use the point out action to point out to imac what is happening or to point out to the party what is happening she says imac everyone there's a porcupine that's aggressive i think um i'll be right back and <laughs> let's see runs in the opposite direction <laughs> <laughs> all right we're gonna start off with i think i have 25 feet of movement yep 25 feet Twenty-five feet, and what are we gonna do? Okay. Oh, this is hard. Um, she does not want to kill this animal. Um, she's gonna use a nature check to try and. Calm it down. She's like, shh, shh, it's okay. It's okay. Ooh. Let's go. Arleth with a 23. Um, I need to look at my notes. How are we doing? What is everybody doing as, as this starts? Like, are you... As you look back, what's your reaction? What is your first thought? Embarrassed that I didn't grab stupid porcupine. Oh no. <laughs> it's a porcupine, I'm bigger. <laughs> I feel like I'm cringing at like the, Agnes is cringing at the porcupine grappling incident. <laughs> God damn it. Didn't you muff that out from the start grabbing this spiky beast and patiently waiting for her initiative turn order to like do something else that's not grappling before you buy it. <laughs> it's it's clear to me that Imek wants this lesson to go well, so I'm I'm my first thought is to, to make sure she is good and, and knows that this is normal and not her fault. Okay. 
iMac told Mrs. Sprout to, to that that she'll keep Mrs. Sprout safe. So Mrs. Sprout is interested in staying near iMac. All right. Um, I have consulted my notes, and I do apologize for my NPC taking a little bit of the spotlight here. Um, but Arleth will use her. Uh, she's going to use her understanding of the herd because she is someone who spends a great deal of time at with the herd and with Imet. Um And she gets down on on two knees. Uh, she lays her bow down. She looks at the porcupine, and uh, she says, Shh, it's all right. It's all right. Relax. Everything is fine. And then she rips out a little bit of, like, grass from the, the plains, and she, like, gets really low and holds her hand out and the porcupine kind of huffs and puffs a bit and then begins to calm down looks at bloodhound backs away briefly and we are now out of combat as this porcupine begins to approach Arleth looking back every now and then. Bloodhound, give me a perception check on the porcupine. Oh, yeah. 24. The 24, you can pretty clearly see that while this porcupine is leaving this burrow cautiously, uh, they are looking back at the burrow as they approach Arleth. And you see a group of small little baby porcupines inside of this burrow. And uh, with your perception check, seeing the mammoth that just ran away, I think it's pretty likely that this mammoth stepped on the burrow without realizing it was there. And then the porcupine attacked. Um, Yeah, and the herders come to the group and they thank everybody um imex says is everybody okay imex i i do have to ask what would you call a, a baby porcupine would, would it be a, a porcupini oh um well with my vast wealth of knowledge on giant porcupines i would simply call them Reads notes, reads notes in the younglings. Mm, I prefer teeny weeny porcupini. That's more fun. <laughs> I think you. I figured you'd think so. Ten porcupinis were a polka dot bikini. Mm-hmm. Say that ten times fast. Yeah. Right. <laughs> cool. Um, so she introduces you all to the herd. Um, and let's see what is what do you gain from this? There's 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 something that you all. Mrs. Sprout is interested in trying to pick up the quills. Ooh, okay, yeah, you're able to do so. I think you're probably able to do so without harming yourself. Um, and one of the herders approaches you and says, "Oh, those are excellent for 
for uh, making tools. Those are really great for like coming up with with different art projects. Uh, you can make really beautiful necklaces and and things and things like that. Um, just Bloodhound sure. would like to interject. Oh yeah, w- what's up? Could could they be made to be fashioned into poison darts, perhaps? Oh wow. Um, yeah, I, I think you probably could try that. Um, I, you know, I'm not much of a fighter, so I, I, I think I, I've never, I've never thought about that, but you could definitely try. Yeah. Um, and so Markov, I, let's say there's a total of 10 porcupine quills, and as a group, you can distribute them however you would like. You can kind of craft those up later if you'd like. Mrs. Sprout makes a show out of giving each person exactly two and like divvying them up one at a time. Nice. <laughs> You're a lot like my old teacher. Oh, what a great compliment. Yeah, she taught me last year. She was really good. What was her name? Oh, um, her, her name is... God dang it, Tommy. <laughs> hang on, hang on. It sounded like an important character you were introducing. <laughs> I'm gonna sidle over and I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad that it did sound like that. <laughs> hand my spines over to, to Bloodhound. Cool. Thank you, friend. Uh sounded like you had more of an idea to, <laughs> with what to do with them than I did. I. Uh, Oh, her name, uh, you might know her as Leisha. That's L-I-S-H-A. Um, she's one of the other cat folk here, and she looks over at Namir. Namir, you've probably seen her around. Um, I, I do think I recall seeing another cat folk woman. There are not very many of us. No. Yeah, the mirror has to catch your eye. What? Oh. Uh, well, Namir kind <clears> of <throat> and looks looks around and. Well, anyway, um, is it <laughs> time for us to move on then? Namir, I'm confused. Why you gave your porcupine quills to Bloodhound? Well, uh, Mrs. Sprout. Just as uh, you are a friend to me, I am a, fr- a friend to uh, Bloodhound. And Bloodhound said that he, he would like to use them for something. Would these not make excellent implements with your yarn? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't tell him, Namir. It wasn't me. It's, or I didn't tell it's her. true. You could fashion a fine pair of knitting needles out of these. <laughs> as I was saying, is it time we move on? Imek, what's uh, the next lesson that we have to learn here? Well, um, okay, so first things first, uh, I'd like each of you to allot yourself a plus two bonus to any nature check for the rest of the day. Um, so after listening to IMEC teach you about the herd, you have a better understanding of how to interact with the animals, and I think you're able to apply that throughout the rest of the day. Um, and she says... Well, actually, I was going to walk you over to the Taper Grove, and I think we could try to capture the Tapers together, if if you'd like. Um, but I think Whippa wanted to speak with you as well. 
okay. Well, uh, yes, uh, tapirs and whippa. Let's go do, uh, handle those things. Yes. And you approach whippa back at the camp, and she asks all of you, how was your lesson with Imac? Imac was a wonderful teacher. Uh, she helped us uh, diffuse a, a pretty tense situation. Well, I'm glad. Um, were you going to say something, Agnes? I think it was very enlightening. There's more than one way to wrestle a porcupine. Oh, porcupine. That girl always comes up with something. Um, anyway, the thing that I wanted to show you is how to create snares. Um, we are going to spend some time crafting, so take a seat, and uh, I'd like you all, excuse me, I'd like you all to take these tools, um, and she hands each of you a set of, like, normal, nature-y looking, like, uh, not, well, there are some tools, but there are, like, natural elements in there as well. There's like seeds, porcupine, porcupine quills. Um, there are, uh, what's the, like a pine, there are pine cones, different things you would use in nature to create, to craft things together. Um, and as you go about this, uh, first thing is that she begins to teach you how to put all of these things together and will cut them apart and um, piece them back together in different ways to create caltrops. Um, and you're able to create what is called a caltrop snare and a battering snare and a poison barbs snare. So I can type that into the chat for all of you uh, so that you have that. But that's, again, that's a caltrop snare, a battering snare, and a poison barbs snare. So each of you learn how to make them on your own. Um, even if you don't have the crafting feat, um, you're able to make them within her supervision, or f from her supervision. And I'd like a crafting check to see how each of you do with this. I have a metagame question. Sure. Is it absolutely vital that all of us know how to do this? No. Because I think I think Mrs. Sprout is utterly failing and gone on her own. <laughs> She's so um, This is something that I wanted Bloodhound to learn, but I didn't have the feats to pick up on it yet. Nice. I think with the supplies she was given, Mrs. Sprout has given herself decorations like you would a snowman okay and so she's now got like maybe like a little crown of like some of the stuff or like a little uh, <laughs> <laughs> buttons down the front of her or something very cool um she looks over at you ah um very creative Mrs. Sprout <laughs> I also got a seven on my check. Cool. <laughs> the tracks then. Um, Bloodhound, you are able to craft uh, each snare very successfully. 
Um, Agnes, same. You're able to craft each snare very successfully. Um, Namir, you're able to craft it with her help. Um, and so she's kind of walking you through it. Uh, so you're able to get each snare as well, but she is there walking you through the steps as you go about it. Um, Arleth is the first done. Uh, she finishes right away, and she's like, oh, this is interesting, and she, she pieces them all together, uh, almost without listening to uh, Whippa's lesson, like Whippa's just kind of describing, and she's already building. Um, she comes up with each snare on her own. Um, and the group now has uh, each each one of those, each person has each one of those types of snares. Um, and you can add that to your inventory. So again, that is a caltrop snare, a battering snare, and a poison barb snare. Not barn, barb. Would somebody please take these damn snares away from me? <laughs> Arlet steps in. Oh, I, I can take it. Um, yeah. As I was uh, crafting, I just kept and snapping the sticks, and I was oh, so oh, you, aggravating. You just I'm have to not, be more gentle. I'm not a fan of. Just thank you. Take take them. Sure. Um, yeah, I, I got it. <laughs> she takes them off your hands. I. Uh, this time. Remind me how I add things to my inventory again. Yeah, so it's going to be from the compendium, over in uh, the far right hand side of the toolbar at the top of Foundry. It's, like, just next to the settings icon. Okay, okay. Equipment? Yep. Um, yeah, and so each of you have these snares now. Whippa has taught you how to create them, and you could potentially use them in... She she mentions you could potentially use them as you're trying to capture these tapers. Um, so, I'm going to fast-forward things a little bit, if y'all don't mind. Um, Imek leads you to a grove, and she whispers and explains that this is where you often will find tapirs spending time. It's a safe place, it's protected from the open plains, uh, and it's quiet, so they, they like this location. And on the map, you see a little trail of that's, that's outlined by trees. And I would like for each of you to give me perception for initiative. Hoorah. <laughs> oh, I have Bloodhound on here twice. Weird. Oh, man. Bloodhunter. Dang. Yeah. I thought I rolled well. Namir, as a rule, does not roll well. It's kind of his <laughs> thing. All right. We're missing some people on this map, aren't we? We got Agnes, we got Arleth, we got Sprout, Bloodhound, and Amir. Okay, everybody's there, right? 
Yeah. Alright. Um, IMAC is with all of you as well. I don't have a token for her. Um, Mrs. Sprout, what was your initiative? Uh, 24. Nice. Okay. You begin to approach this grove. We're just gonna start at the top of round one with Bloodhound. Um, but before you really start anything, um, Imek looks at you and she says, Remember, everyone, the purpose is to bring them into the herd. We don't want to hurt them if we don't have to. Um, and we want to try and make sure that they are, that they like us, because that will make things easier to bring them into the herd and tame them. But ultimately, if it doesn't work out that way, then it doesn't work out, and that's fine too. I'm going to leave it to you. Go ahead. You would are you, muted. Oh, sorry. There you're not. Would you like us to use our traps, perhaps? I think that's a great idea. Not sure which one would be the best to use after all. I want to poison the papers that we want to take home. Um. Yeah. And yeah, I'd like to make a movement over here and then place a cow traps. What do I have to do to for that? Uh, so you can use one action to set your trap. Um, let me double check that. But um, for right now, yeah, you can use one action to set your trap down where you would like it. So pick a square, and that square will have your trap there. Um, okay, then can I do the square right here? I think that makes a lot of sense. Yep. And that would be the battering snare. All right, cool. I'll go ahead and put a marker on the board for that. Let's see. That's pretty big. Well, we'll know that it's centered on that square. <laughs> All right. Uh, what else would you like to do with your turn? I'd like to dash an additional 25 feet. Okay. Is that your full turn? That is my full turn. Awesome. Next up will be Mrs. Sprout. Um, Mrs. Sprout, since you saw Bloodhound put this trap down, uh, just give me a pretty easy acrobatics check to get through it, uh, since you know where it is. Twenty. Twenty. Yeah, you're good. Okay, so going to move 25 and then 25 cool um, how thick are these trees? they're pretty thick you can't quite see the tapers but you have been assured by IMEC that the tapers are there um, and you can hear like a little bit of rustling in the grass just beyond the trees where you're standing Okay, I think I'm going to spend my third action um, doing my best to imitate that rustling. Oh, I like it. Okay, can you give me a nature check, please? Sure can. 
It's an 11. Alright. Uh, let me check my notes, because there's something in my notes about this. Alright. Cool. Next up, we have... Who do we have? Next up is Arlen. Uh, she will move 25. I'm going to roll an acrobatics check to get through that. Trap. Terrified of that trap going off on one of us. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go, Arleth. Alright, she's good. Okay, she makes it through. She moves up here. And then she's gonna move quietly and hopefully stealthily over here. Um stealth check. Dirty 20. Alright. Next we have our giant taper. Now these things as Arlick would see Arlick would see they are pretty big. Um, and so our first taper Um, no. Wow, they're so overpowered they can turn. You know what? It doesn't actually. It doesn't hear Arleth. Um, doesn't do anything. Next up is Namir. Uh, can I... Would this take an action. I'd like to do uh, a nature check to see if the foliage is dense enough to prevent like prevent movement or if it would just be really slow going. Uh, I'll give you... Yeah, you so you definitely can't see through it. Um, but you know the direction to get closer to the grove would be like... Like, you know how you would need to get closer to the grove. Uh, based on the sounds that you can hear. Um, so you can move at half movement through that. We'll treat it as difficult terrain. Okay, so that tells me the tapirs probably could go through the foliage if they had to. Um, I, well, okay, so they probably could, um, but it would be... Actually, I, I think they're a little too big to really get through that foliage. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, then I'm gonna go. I'm gonna make a pit stop right here. Okay. And I'm going to uh, cast guidance. And um, so. Um, yeah. Uh, you get a, a plus one on your uh, next roll, basically. Okay. Um, Agnes. And then I'm gonna go up here and call to the others as like quietly as I can so that um, at least Mrs. Sprout and Bloodhunter can uh, hear me. Um, I'll be waiting out here. I uh, I want to make sure they don't get away if they do come uh, back this way. Bloodhound nods. 
Um, and so that's my turn. All right. Next we have our other giant tapir. Which doesn't do anything. And then we go to Agnes. I think Agnes doesn't really want to like go past this trap that we've just set up, but I would like to set up an additional trap. Okay. It's one, is it one action for me to set up a trap for it? Yeah, it's going to be one action. And you'll be uh, able to drop it in one square. I guess. So is it possible for me to drop it in... I have not had pingness for you. Um, can I drop like one in, I guess, not this square, but the square? Sorry. <laughs> just making it fun, you know? It's great. Um, the square that I just created. Yeah. Um, also, something to keep in mind is that this, the trap does not... Um, it doesn't... Uh, it doesn't extend that full radius, that five-foot radius, so there. it's only in the center of that radius. Okay, in that case, can I instead move, like, one more up from here? I'm, I, I'm sorry, I'm making circles. You're, like, right here? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Perfect. And can I use my other action to set up another trap in the opposite? Um, yes. Yes, and I'll, I guess I'll put my Caltrop snare in one, and I guess another battering snare in the other. Perfect. Uh, let's go ahead and do that. And what are the odds that I can... I guess I don't have the... I, I just want to talk to the rest of my teammates and let them know that I put these traps down, but I don't know if they can hear me without me being uh, too loud. Uh, you can you can speak at like a, a relatively low volume um, to Namir and maybe reach Blood Hunter. Um, I think Mrs. Sprout and Arleth are a little bit too far. You're gonna have to be careful, Bloodhound. Went a little crazy with the traps over here. <laughs> Bloodhound looks at you, nods, and with Caltrop's snare in hand. Nods again. Cool. That's it for me. We then end up at Bloodhound. What would you like to do? I would like to drop my Caltrop snare right here. All right. Let's see. Cool. And then I would like to dash... Uh, oh, is it is it half, half like in the half, foliage? Yeah, half okay. movement through the foliage. Uh, then I can do instead of fifty feet, twenty five feet this way. Give me a stealth check, please, as you're moving through the bushes. That's twenty. You're okay. The tapirs seem pretty unaware. You can see them now. Uh, you see they're quite large. Um, and one of them is only about 10 feet away from you. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> That's my turn. All right, Mrs. Sprout, it's your turn. What would you like to do? Can I? What is happening? 
avoid having to make a stealth check by moving at half speed voluntarily. Or make my stealth check easier by moving at half speed. Um, I'm gonna say no, I don't think so. Because you're walking through, like, thick foliage. Uh, well, I'm not trying to walk through. I'm trying to walk around, but I'm also trying to... Oh, uh, okay, okay, yes. Be quiet. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so basically... Five, how do I... Can I get it to... Uh, I just have to drag and click. Five, ten... Trying to go here, okay. And uh, I'm trying to do what I did with the moose, where I blend in with the, with the, <laughs> the foliage. Okay. For that, I think I will need a stealth check. Yes, but it's a different. I was hoping it was a nature check to blend in. Um, I'll allow it. Okay. Since you look like nature. Twenty-one. Yeah, you're okay. And then my last action, I'm just going to enter mountain stance, <laughs> which Ooh. I think makes me look more like a boulder. <laughs> cool. Um, we then go to Arleth. Arleth will look over at Sprout and say, should we try to tame them? Um, Mrs. Sprout will not move. And not reply. Okay. 15, 20, 25. We're going to do a stealth check there. That first movement. Oh boy. 17. She's okay. And then, with the rest of her movement, or with the rest of her turn, Arleth will reach over to the type of grass that the tapirs seem to be munching on. So for one action, she like draws some of that from the ground. And with her other action, she is going to whistle. kind of like make herself as low as possible and she's gonna take the grass and like start to chomp on it um, as she holds out the rest of the grass with her other hand um, she's gonna roll a nature check to try and make herself look at least as most like the tapirs as she can <laughs> oh my no, god! No go. way! <laughs> Not 20! Jeez, okay. <laughs> Agnes, I get the the feeling that there might be more than just two tapirs in there. <laughs> How many do you think there are? Two and then one really good one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the tapirs turn around. Well, not yet. Not yet. Uh, one of them. One of them turns around and looks at Arleth and begins walking over toward Arleth. 
slowly. Uh, it's going to use all of its turn to move. How much speed does this thing have? What are we looking at here? 25. Okay, yeah. Uses all of its turn to move over there. First action, slowly move forward. Second action, slowly move forward. Third action, again. And it's just kind of turning its head to the side. Um, and next we go to Namir. <clears throat> um, well, uh, doesn't sound like things have uh, gone to shit in there. Um, <laughs> well, I, I guess I'm going to go ahead and sidle over here uh, into the closer to the brush. And um, I suppose I will prepare an action. Sure, you can ready, yeah. A ready an action. Um, two actions to ready one action. Sounds good. I've only used uh, one action to walk over here. Um, I'm going to ready a, an attempt to grapple. Nice. If a, <laughs> if a tapir gets within grappling distance, I'm going to hop on him. I like it. And that's my turn. Okay. It is the second giant tapir's turn. Now I really want Namir to go for a ride. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Level 20 Namir is just, like, in a herd of tapirs commanding them. <laughs> 110 pounds of tapir taming justice. <laughs> uh, the second tapir will do kind of the same thing that the other one did. Looks over at Arleth. Slow movement. Uses its full turn. Completely passes right by Mrs. Sprout without realizing Mrs. Sprout is there. And next we go to Agnes. Um, Agnes is kind of going to be similar to Namir, and I want to move maybe over here to the side of this trap. Okay. And then um, I guess what I want to ready is like a tumble through. That's what I would like to ready. Yeah. I like it. Full turn? Yeah, full turn. Alright, we're now back at Bloodhound. Yeah. Um, so, alright, this is going to be a little interesting. Yeah. Can I take two dash actions to go all the way over here or is it gonna am i gonna be impeded by the edge of the forest uh no you can you can make it up there um, okay yeah now keep in mind as you run something you would probably know beforehand is that the tapers are probably gonna turn well i would like to you. stealth if possible sure yeah then give me a stealth check Not great. Total of a 13. All right, I need a, uh, what is their passive perception here? Perception DC. Um, let's see. All right, both of the tapers look startled as you run by. What would you like to do with the rest of your turn? 
I would like to step in their general direction and start screaming. Okay. <laughs> so it begins. And so it begins. Uh, cool. Is that your full turn? That is my full turn. Nice. Mrs. Sprout, you're up. <clears throat> oh, wow. Um, I feel like Mrs. Sprout was invisible um, to the tapirs and everything. And... Um, was a little startled by <laughs> the screaming. <laughs> um, Mrs. Sprout would like to spend an action to pull out a rope and then spend however many actions you think it is required to try to rope a tapir. Yeah, I think, uh, give me a, <laughs> give me one action to try and land your rope, and then I think one action to try and, like, hold the taper steady? Um, so, let's do an attack roll, I guess, like a, a general melee attack roll, since you're right mm-hmm. next to it. An unarmed attack, you might say? Ooh. I don't know. I don't, I don't think know. so. I think this is... I think... Yeah, yeah. Give me an unarmed attack. Okay. For some reason. I don't know where I put that. There we go. Action no longer exists. Oh, okay, because I'm in the wrong stance. I think it's because I'm in the wrong stance. Yes! 22! Nice. nice! Okay, so you rope one of the tapers, the one closest to you. Yeah. Um, now give me an athletics check. Athletics. Ugh, ten. Uh, it pulls <coughs> on the rope, and the rope slips from your hands. Okay. All right. We're now up to Arleth. She kind of glances over at Bloodhound like, ugh, really? <laughs> It's she. It wasn't on purpose. <laughs> no, you're good. Uh, and she goes. She stands up and walks, hold, holds the grass out, um, and walks this way in front of the taper, uh, trying to like coax it toward I, like this is this is definitely a failing a failing action but she's she's trying there's a lot of chaotic stuff going on right now and she wants to try and keep this thing calm uh yeah and gonna roll a nature check at 20 baby let's go yeah here let's it comes go, let's go let's go come on Arleth. 
Okay, that's pretty good. Uh, that's a 19. I think she's able to get the attention of the tapir that, um, that Bloodhound, I'm sorry, that Mrs. Sprout just roped. Um, and with that, the rope, the nature check from earlier, and this nature check, um, this tapir is able to be, uh, it, it seems as if it is under Arlet's control. Um, with the rest of her action, Arlet grabs the rope that, um, that Mrs. Sprout roped around the taper. You think that unless something crazy happens, which it could, but unless something crazy happens, this tapir has been subdued. And next we go to the other tapir. Sees Bloodhound. Rears up. And frightened, it lashes out at you, Bloodhound, with a... What is it going to do? It's going to do a bite, Jaws attack. It's like hefty molders. Does 24 hit you? No. <laughs> yes. It was almost a crit. It yeah, yeah, crit. it does. Um, all right, you're going to take eight points of piercing damage as this tapir just, like, uses one of its move actions to recoil from fear, and then its second action to, like, uh, bite at you succeeds, and then its third action... Oh... To use its grinding bite, oh. and it—you just feel this this creature's jaws just chomp down on your arm, and just grind left and right, back and forth over your skin. I need a fortitude save, Bloodhound. Bloodhound's about to be right. You're okay. This is a dirty twenty. You're okay. <laughs> Okay, um, that is the giant taper's turn. Wait, so did I take more than eight damage? No. Sorry. Just okay, eight damage, cool. yeah. Just <laughs> eight damage. Um, which in this game can be brutal. Okay, uh, that is the giant taper's turn. And next we go to Namir. Um. And you hear like a... <laughs> I uh Bloodhound, would you have made any noise when you were hurt? I have a very high pain tolerance, so no. <laughs> Kinda glance over at Agnes and I, I say So uh you know how this is gonna turn out? I think it's going smashingly. I didn't hear any screaming at all. That's true, no screaming so far. Surely and, if they uh, were in trouble, they would have yelled. Yeah, and the big one isn't around, so maybe we got lucky. Maybe we should start disarming the traps. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, we'll give it a minute. Uh, and, uh, you know, and I guess uh, I'm just going to keep 
stay prepared to uh, grapple the tapir if necessary. Okay. <laughs> Alright. Um, next is the other tapir's turn. Which uh, doesn't do anything. Just waits for Arleth. And then Agnes, it is your turn. Uh, Agnes is just gonna wave it in the mirror. Okay. <laughs> hey there. We're, we're 15 feet apart. It's <laughs> gonna continue to leave my actions ready because we've not heard anything. I what? guess maybe it made sense to call out, like, is it going all right over there? Sure. Uh, if anybody can feel free to respond if you'd like. Mrs. Sprout was gonna say on her turn, uh, one down, one to go. You're right, it is going smashingly. Uh, Jordan, is that your full turn? I think so. Alright, Bloodhound, you're up. So, I don't have anything prepared because I wanted to make the tape here go in this general direction. Yeah. But this one, this one's subdued, right? Yeah, it does seem that way. Arleth seems to have a pretty good handle on that one. Remember, everybody gets a plus two to nature. Can I nature check to calm it down? Absolutely, if you would like. Oh, then yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's. That's we're doing that. Cool. Ooh, that was great. All right, so that's twenty-two to the nature. Yeah, twenty-two. DC twenty-two. No shot. <laughs> yeah. Wait, so does that um, go to my favor or does it go to theirs? That goes to your favor. So, so there, there are like, based on the certain DCs that you reach, mm-hmm. um, you can like subdue this in one go, or you can subdue this in in a, a number of steps based on how high you roll and you hit the DC twenty two uh, to subdue it in one go, um, and the. Tapir lowers down, remove or sorry, removes their jaws from your arm. Um, what do you do to calm it down? I stop yelling and trying to make myself look big, and instead put my finger to my beak. <laughs> go shh. It is okay, little one. And I try to just gently, um, gently like do like a downward motion with my hands until it is good enough to start just kind of chilling out and get to the point where I can, hold on, do I even have rope? I should have rope, right? Yeah, I believe it's something that you It's if you bought it. Uh, having like yes yeah it's in the adventure pack so i'm going to tie a lasso around the neck and start leading them back towards the path or not not on the path uh like through i'm i'm going to gesture to to arleth who has the other one and be like let's go this way yeah around all the traps um the the tape here as you as you start to calm it down um it does one of those like like, like huffing and puffing, throwing its head side to side, and then it starts to calm down a little bit. And I think the last thing that gives it 
the full, complete sense of calm is Artur lands on your shoulder and nuzzles you just a little bit. Uh, and the tapir relaxes and uh, you're able to get the rope on the tapir and we can pull ourselves out of combat because you have now tamed two tapirs that you can add to the herd. Yeah. You can tear down the traps back there now. Yeah, I was going to say, I can get my traps back because I want to use them later. <laughs> uh, okay, so these are one-use traps, typically. Um, actually, you know what? No, nobody stepped on them. So, yeah, you can you can absolutely recollect them. Oh, there should be a check cool. to make sure you don't trigger it while you're trying to get it Ooh. back. Ymir thinks that and, and immediately goes to walk through the brush instead of disarming the traps. Fair. That's fair. I think Agnes would try. Yeah, give me a thievery check. <clears throat> Let's see how it goes. Hugo, you ready? Hugo, there's no Hugo. If here goes, we're good. Oh, got twenty-six. Nice. Wow. Yeah, you're good. You collect your traps. Sick. Oh yeah. Well, um. Bloodhound, are you also trying to recollect your traps? Uh, yes. Yeah, give me a thievery check. Thievery. Make sure you don't. This is Sprout will take the tapir from you. A ten. Okay, a ten. I think with a ten, you're able to make it happen. Like it. You if I if I do it like slowly. Yeah, yeah, you can. Yeah. You can make it happen. Uh, I think anything below a ten, you'd probably step on one of them. Mm -hmm. um, but. You're okay. Cool. Mrs. Sprout, were you going to say something? I'm uh, just going to take the tapir from Bloodhound while Bloodhound was Oh, yes, disarming. please do. Cool. Um, Imac meets all of you. Says, great job. I'll meet you back at camp. And just kind of push things forward a little bit. Make sure that we can um, wrap up our session relatively soon. Um, we all make our way back toward camp uh, you can now any of you can approach the animals the herders are very thankful that you're able to bring them back um, and you are well received by Whippa and Imek along with Grandfather Ewa they thank you for your time and energy in preparing for the Night of Green Moon and uh, they are hoping to uh, work. They, they each say they're, they're hoping to continue working with you. And they hope that uh, all of the scouting you've recently done will be something continual. Something that you can continue to bring to the herd um, or to the, the following. Um, let's see. I have a metagame question. Yeah, what's up? Has anyone ever told Awa about the fire? Did we do that on our, like, first quest? I... Uh, I don't know. We can roleplay that out if you'd like. Or you can just say that you tell him that. I don't think Miss Pratt would do it, so... I, okay. <laughs> I, I certainly would have mentioned okay. it to the first person that it seemed relevant to um 
so uh, I, I probably would have said something to the effect of, um, I'm sure you're aware of it, but uh, there are some fires to the north. I believe it's to the north. Is that correct? Yes. Um, and the ash is, is bad enough that it's it's washing downstream and it's affecting the life um, along the stream. Um, I don't know if it's something that you need people to look into or um, if it's something you already uh, are aware of, but I, I figured I'd do my due diligence to let you know. Sounds good. Um, Awa looks at you and responds with, This is concerning. I'll make sure to have some of our more advanced scouts take further look into this. Thank you, Namir. Um, um, go ahead. Can I also do one really quick thing? Yeah. Once we're back in camp, I would like to um, do my best to mock up a, a teaching certificate. Oh. Um, I, I'm, I don't know how good I am at, at doing that kind of thing, but I think I... I could come up with something that could be meaningful. Yeah. Um, question. Does this cat have a brown nose, perhaps? <laughs> she She's a little girl. She's got to know she's doing a good job. Okay. She's smarter than all of us. She knows she's doing a good job. That's fair. That's fair. Successful mission. Everyone knows kitties and little girls are best friends. <laughs> and this is why I don't like any of you as much as I like her. <laughs> she doesn't spread rumors she doesn't call me a cat she just she did inquire to your yarn collection it was a rumor somebody told her I think Tuscar probably told her <laughs> mouth shut <laughs> oh man oh by the way uh, Bloodhound do you need your wounds tended to yes yeah absolutely alright cool I'm gonna just uh accelerate things a little bit um i'm gonna use angelic halo so you you see like a a halo of fire appear above my head that's a little much for some just you know camp medicine but i i I do that and then uh i'm gonna go ahead and heal um do some two action healing so i like that dice that's cool so you heal 17 which is beautiful (laughs) no it's more than enough yeah um, yeah. As you return to camp, um, Whippa approaches you. And uh, so she, first off, she thanks you for helping. Uh, and then after you have your conversation with Awa and Imac leaves, uh, Whippa waits for all of you to, Whippa waits for everybody else to leave. And then she asks you, did you notice anything strange out at the Taper Grove? Um, other than the fires? Yeah, well, I hope you didn't, but just for peace of mind, could I please take a look at the snares that you crafted? and brought with you. I'm assuming you used the snares? Or at least we set them? set them, but we did not use them. Could I see them? Of course. Is everybody getting their snares out? And they, they hand them over. Okay. 
she expects some from Miss Sprout, and Miss Sprout's just kind of like, <laughs> didn't make any. Sorry. <laughs> um, so she she begins inspecting the the snares, and she looks disturbed, and she takes like the pile of snares that you're holding in your hands bloodhound and she reaches in she grabs one of them and she says this is not our snare these are not the materials that we used this is someone else's trap and with that I'd like to call session for tonight letting the changeling switcheroo <laughs> I've had these snares for five minutes <laughs> but if you were to take them away from me I would kill everyone on this in this room and then myself um, you know how to now though it's fine right <laughs> I blame Agnes Agnes never saw that like they never left Agnes's sight I was in the bush if something was wrong it wasn't me I promise I have an alibi <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Uh, we're going to call it a night there. I hope you all have a wonderful night. Thank you for joining us on stream. And players, thank you for being here and hanging out and having fun. Okay. Absolutely. Thank you for having us. Yeah. Good night, everybody.